0: That's all. I couldn't feel some of the time King of glory we just want to be with you just want to feel your presence just want to know your presence we thank you for the invitation of the Holy Spirit this morning to press in before your great throne now father if there's anybody here whose heart is weary whose mind is wounded, who feel like they just can't go on, would you smile on them today? Would you lift them from the pit of despair? Lift them from the room of sorrow. Lift them from the shackles of discouragement and doubt. Set them free this morning, God. Set them free in the outdoor chapel until they feel like praising you. God, we just want to take time. We ain't in no rush this morning. We came here to give you praise. We came here to tell you thank you. And while we're here, we just want to be with you. King of glory. Come on, y'all. Come on. Would you fall on this place afresh? Open up your word that your children may be encouraged, that we may know the more excellent way. Give us now preaching power and preaching permission. And in the end thereof, we'll be mindful to give you all the honor and to give you all the glory. And all God's people said together, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, let's give God some praise for excellent worship this morning. Thank you, daughters, for that excellent, excellent procession in worship. Today is Palm Sunday. Somebody holler, Hosanna. That means save now, save now. Take your seats, beloved. Take your seats from the gospel according to John. Gospel according to John chapter 12, verses 12 through 19. Our text anchors there. We will pause in our exegetical walk through the book of Luke for today and next week. And we will pick you back up if the Lord delays his coming week after resurrection. But today we want to look intently at John Chapter 12 a Palm Sunday text John 12 beginning at verse 12 John 12 beginning at verse 12 the Bible says it was the next day and a great multitude had come to the feast when they had heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem and they took branches of palm trees and they went out to meet him and they cried out saying Hosanna Hosanna blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord the King of Israel and then Jesus when he had found a young donkey he sat on it as it is written Fear not daughter of Zion for behold your king is coming and he's sitting on a donkey's coat his disciples did not understand those things at first but when Jesus was glorified then they remembered that these things were written about him and that they had done these things To him and therefore the people who were with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead they bore witness for this reason the people also met him because they heard that he had done this sign and then the Pharisees therefore said among themselves you see what y'all have done Y'all accomplished nothing. Now look, the whole world has gone after him. And all God's people said, Look at somebody and tell them, On Palm Sunday, my pastor wants to preach to you about the coming of the King. You may be seated. Beloved, at the time of our text today, in six days before the Passover celebration. Jesus had went to a little city called Bethany. That was the place where his friend Lazarus lived. Lazarus was dead, but Jesus raised him back to life. And when he raised him back to life, Mary and Martha threw a party and all of the city came out to see not only the one who had power over the death, but the one who was kissed by death. Because of what Jesus had done, everybody came to Martha, Mary, and Lazarus' house to check this out. Because of what Jesus had done, everybody wanted to experience now his presence. Everybody wanted to see him, to touch him, to get a look at this field preacher from Nazareth, whom they called the Messiah.
1: Can I turn the light
0: on right there? And the text opens up today for us, letting us know that it was Palm Sunday. See, what happened was, after the miracle was done at Lazarus' house, when the word got out, that it was Jesus who did it, and Jesus was now on his way into Jerusalem, the people who were in Bethany ran two miles ahead of Jesus because they knew he was on his way to the feast in Jerusalem. Are y'all with me here? And on his way to the feast, they wanted to spread the word about what Jesus had just did in Bethany. In other words, BJ, they strategically got in place to give God some praise. I wish I had time to run that, rather. It makes a difference to strategically get in place to give God some praise. Can I put a plug in for Easter service outside? You ought to be thinking now about your praise on Easter Sunday morning. You ought to strategically be thinking about where I'm going to put my chair. To worship him on Easter Sunday morning. You ought to be thinking about what God had said. Now let me tell you why. Somebody say why pastor. It had already been prophesied in Zechariah 9 and 9. That they were going to worship the Messiah. When he came into the city. It was already written. The Old Testament had already foresaw it. So when these people saw the one who had the power over death, they just simply got themselves in position to praise his name. Didn't even know they was bringing fulfillment to the word of God. Can I talk to you this morning? This text is so interesting. I got three things I want to show you and i get out your way. Number one, I'm going to talk about the singing of the people. Number two, I'm going to talk about the saying of the prophet. And I'll close and land the plane talking about the saying of the Pharisees. The singing of the people, the saying of the prophets, and the saying of the Pharisees. Look at verse 12 with me. The text says, it was the next day that a great multitude had came to the feast. And when they heard that Jesus was coming, they took palm branches. And they went out to meet him, cried, Hosanna, Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. Beloved, when we gather at this first portion of the story, you and I get to see people gathering, Sister Wilson, who have a mindset to worship. Did y'all catch it right there? Everybody don't have this. But these people had a mindset. Somebody holler mentality. They had a mentality to worship God and to gather together to worship God. That sounds like the church, don't it? The world ain't all gathering. No, they're going to be doing a whole lot of stuff on Easter. But those who got the right mentality, they going to gather together on one accord to worship the one who can give them life. The second amazing thing is this text is what they said when they gathered. Here it is, here it is, here it is brothers and sisters. They said, Hosanna. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that word in the Greek means to save now. But can I tell you, it was more than just a word. Hosanna was a song that was written in Psalm 118. Oh, Yeah. A Hebrew writer wrote the song, Save Now, Save Now. So here it is. When they got to time to gather, when they got to time to see the one who did the miracle, they brought him a praise. Oh, let me say it another way. They brought him a song. They wasn't just saying something, Brother Crawford. No, they had a song they wanted to sing to God. I just dropped something right there. Psalm 118, verse 25, 26. Don't make it up. What? Look it up. The lyrics are right there. They went and pulled an Old Testament song, and they had it ready when Jesus was coming into town. Not only that, did they recognize him through worship. They recognized him with their participation. Uh, Some might say it was choreographed. Ain't nothing wrong with a little dancing in church. I know some of y'all got two lefts. Come on, talk to me. Some of you got two rights. That's all right. Get it in line. We can line dance with it. Let's choreograph it. And let's have it ready to give God some praise. I wish y'all wasn't too cool in here. I wish somebody would show up next week with some palm branches for us. And we can give God a wave offering. That, you know that's in the Bible, don't you? Somebody say wave offering. They choreographed. And when Jesus came to town, he not only heard their praise, BJ, he saw it. Can I drop that right there? Can I tell you, sometimes God needs to see you do something. Not just hear you talking about it. He needs to see you, John, wave your hand. He needs to see you prostrate yourself. He needs to see you go all out in worship. We know you can talk a good worship game. But what will your body do? Are you with me here? What I like about this crowd is they were a singing crowd in Bethany. And they were singing because they saw him conquer death. They were singing, Lisa, because they saw him daughter raise Lazarus from the dead. They were singing, Roy, because they saw nobody was as powerful as Jesus was. Is there anybody here this morning? Can praise him for what you've seen him do oh, yeah. in somebody else's life? Yeah. Yeah. I know you can praise him for what he did in your life, yeah. but can you praise him for what he did in somebody else's life? Yeah. Now, that that puts you in the non-hater category. Yeah. If you can praise God for what he did for somebody else, yeah. that lets me know you're a worshiper. Yeah. Are, am I in here with you? Yeah. Nichols, is there anybody here, son, that can say I praise him because of how he blessed my kids, how he blessed my friends, how he blessed my enemies? I can get happy because God blessed somebody else. I feel like preaching today. I said I feel like preaching today. We ought to be able to praise him because of what he can do, to who he wants to do, and when he wants to do it. I'll not just have a praise because I got something new. I'll praise him because you got something new. (laughs) Can I say some more? They said, save now. Save now. Blessed is he, coolly who comes in the name of the Lord. read a story this week about a sister named Annie Sullivan. Annie to me is one of those no-name heroines. See, she had a ministry to a young girl whose name was Helen Keller. Helen Keller was born blind and deaf, but Annie found a way to break through life's obstacles. And to share with Helen Keller the secrets of the kingdom. One day the story is told that how Annie communicated. She would take little Helen Keller's hand and she would write or spell out words in her palm. That's how she taught her how to read. And of course, you know, Braille came along. But before that, that's how Annie ministered to little Helen. The day came for Annie to share the gospel. So she wrote... In her hand today, I'm going to teach you about who God is. Helen Keller wrote back in Annie's hand, Good, because I've been thinking about him. In other words, she didn't have a relationship, but she had a desire to know him. Can I drop something in your heart? Every human being has inside of them something that we call is a God-shaped vacuum. And it can't be filled with success. It can't be filled with monetary gain. It can't be filled with outside relationships. The only thing can fill it is a personal, intimate relationship with God. And while she was blind, while she was deaf, she still had a God-shaped vacuum. And God was talking to her. She didn't understand, but he sent a messenger by. Are y'all in here now? When I read this story, I can shout because Annie was available to minister to little Helen Keller and y'all know what she did she ministered to the world when God got a hold of her you know what we need today Reverend Tongue? some more Helen Kellers you know what we need today Reverend Zuniga some more Annie Sullivan's we need some worshipers that'll get out your comfort zone that'll quit saying this about me myself and I and recognize you got a call on your life To minister to somebody who don't know him. We've looked at the singing of the people. Let me show you now the saying of the prophet. In verse 14, Reverend McBee, the Bible says that then Jesus, when he saw that crowd gathering, he found a donkey sat on it. And as it was written in Zechariah, Bible says, fear not, daughter of Zion, for behold, your king is coming. And he's coming sitting on a donkey, a donkey's colt. His disciples did not understand this saying at first, but when Jesus was glorified, Ah, brothers and sisters They remembered the things that were written about him Beloved, when we come to this portion of the story You and I get to see That the prophet Zechariah Had already foreseen Jesus riding into Jerusalem On a donkey And being praised This was written hundreds of years Before Jesus even came to the planet. And when he wrote this down, all of Jerusalem would have been familiar with the minor prophets writings. So when we see this here, we see Jesus coming to fulfill the promise that was already made to Jerusalem. But there's something different about this, pro- this promise you've got to understand kings at the Greco-Roman period didn't ride donkeys they rode stallions steeds y'all in here now so for Zachariah to write that it almost seemed like oh, that's out of date that's out of context It don't really fit. I don't see how this could happen. If they really are a king, why are they riding a donkey? Are y'all in here now? But when Jesus sees the crowd and he hears what they're singing, he says, now i got to fulfill the next prophecy. Somebody bring me a donkey. Are y'all in here? And when he finds a donkey, he sits on it. Now, why is this critical? It's critical because kings, as I mentioned earlier, they would only ride their stallions and steeds, Big John, when they were riding into victory. In other words, when they came home from the battle, the city would be waiting to praise them for what they did. Then they would mount the steeds and they would come in. Stay with me. Jesus had just whooped death. In Bethany around the way. All right, all right, all right. It was a foreshadow of him whooping death yeah. seven days later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was giving them a taste of the victory all right, all right. that was to come. Except he wouldn't ride a steed. Uh-huh. He come lowly. Right. He come humble. Yeah, yeah. Okay, y'all in here? Yeah. I know I'm talking to you know a different generation. Uh, he didn't, he didn't come in the Benz or the Lexus. Yeah. He came in the pinto. Y'all in here now? It wasn't like he could afford he could afford a style. You know you with know me? Mean? He's the king of glory, but he came in humility. Yeah. That's what I want you to know. He was a humble king. And he was riding in to fulfill prophecy as the servant king born in a manger. Yeah. Not in a palace. He was a rich king, but he chose to live in poverty. He was the righteous king, but he came to serve, not to be served. Here it is, here it is. Jesus here, it begins to receive honor and praise for two reasons, daughter Trina. Number one, he receives praise because he was truly their king. Secondly, He gets praise because the Bible has said they were going to do it. Most kings made you bow down. Are you in here now? Jesus doesn't make anybody bow down. Not yet. Are y'all in here? You're going to bow one day. You're going to be made to bow. But for those who love and worship him, they bowed, Mother Ross, because they were glad to see him. They bowed because they were proud to be in his presence. They bowed because they were motivated by the word and motivated by the demonstration of his power yeah. to worship him. Is there anybody here today ever had the word to move you to worship? Oh, yeah. Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got one amen, Sister Green, my only amen. Is there anybody here say, Pastor, I like music, but they don't take it? It don't take all of that. I can worship because the word makes me want to worship. Can I say it again? They worship God because of the fulfillment of the scripture. It was the word that gave them a reason to praise him. It was the word that caused them to want to bow down with palm branches. I need a Bible reader in here. It was the word that made them want to give God praise. Now, if you don't know the word, you ain't going to know how to worship. But I can get happy by myself when I just read the word. Good God Almighty. I don't know about you, but I wish Fresno will get arrested by the word. I don't know about you, but I wish North America will get arrested by the word. I wish the believers again will return to worship of the word. Can I talk to you right there? I said it's more about the word than the piano and the keyboard. It's the word that ought to draw you to worship. That's why when you sing cappella and you really know him, you don't need no music. Because the word will draw you to worship him. I like this. And the text goes on to say, daughter Nicole, that the disciples didn't understand these things. What things? They didn't understand why the crowd was bowing like that and and singing like that until he was glorified. Seven days later, when he raises from the dead, they're like, ah, I get it now. I understand now. The scripture became fulfilled after he rose from the dead. After they remembered the word. After he was crucified buried, and rose again, they remembered. After he lived and died sacrificially, they remembered the word. After they saw his sacrifice, they understood. That's why the multitude sang. Well, we've looked at the singing of the people. We've looked at the saying of the prophet. Let me get you out the sun when I tell you about the saying of the Pharisees. The Bible says in this last verse, Reverend McBee, that the Pharisees, when they saw all of this, they said among themselves. These are those special haters that don't like nothing Jesus does. They said, you see what y'all have done? They turned on each other and they're arguing now. Y'all ain't accomplished nothing. Now look, they said, all the world is praising him. (laughs) Are y'all with me here? They got mad, Lisa, when they saw the crowd worshiping Jesus coming into the Passover celebration. Now, why is this important? It's important because the writer of John's gospel wants you to see not only were they angry that he raised Lazarus from the dead, but they were angry now that they got introduced to new worshipers. What do you mean? People who saw Lazarus were now worshiping. And these haters became so angry that they wanted to stop worship, but they couldn't. I need to unpack something here. Can, I give you, two, can you give me two minutes? I want you to know something right here that wherever there is true worship, there is always contempt. Come on, lean in here. Lean in here. When heaven was worshiping God before the creation of man, contempt happened with Lucifer and the fallen angels. Wherever there's true worship, there's always contempt. Can I say some more? Somebody got an attitude right now. Because worship is happening in the parking lot somebody mad right now they said we told them they can't meet in their churches and they still meet contempt are y'all with me here we told them they gotta wear a mask and they still singing We. <laughs> there's contempt why because where there's true worship there's always gonna be contempt i wish i could go on let me get out of here i promise i get you out of the sun Let me tell you something The worship of the people of God It caused discouragement And despair And anger to rise In the Pharisees And they became outraged By the people's worship And they began to say And now the whole world BJ Is gone after them Enemies of Jesus Guess what They can't stand in Montre When his people worship his name the enemies of Jesus can't stand it when we have a no matter what type of praise. The enemies can't stand it when we say, I don't care what you think about me, I've come praising. The enemies of Christ, they get baffled at the worship of the saints' tongue because in worship there's liberation, in worship there's freedom. Dad Jameson, in worship, that's grace. Oh, yeah. That's why we can't wait to get to the parking lot. Yeah. You ever see anybody in a rush to get to the parking yeah. lot? No, no, but why? It ain't what you do in the parking lot. Uh, 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 it ain't where you're at. Come on, it's what you do when you get here. Yeah. And the Pharisees were outraged because they saw these people running to the edge of town, trying to get their place in the line with the palm branches, just trying to get a look at the one who raised somebody from the dead. They weren't running like that to get to the temple, Mario. They weren't running like that to get to the synagogue, but they was running, to get to see Jesus. Well, I got to leave you now. I thank God for you new beginnings. I thank God that you are parking lot worshipers. I thank God that you can see in the distance Easter's coming and pastor said I got to get my palm branch I got to get my chair because when he rides into the service he got to hear me praising y'all catch it right there Dr. S.M. Lockridge's famous sermon on the triumphal entry he said something powerful he says the church can worship him today because he's still a king y'all with me here He wasn't just a king for that service. No, no. He's the king of glory. He's the king of all kings. And as my king, he's the key of knowledge. As my king, he's the wellspring of wisdom. As my king, he's the doorway to deliverance. As my king, he's the pathway of peace. As my king, He's the roadway of righteousness. As my king, he's the highway of holiness. As my king, he's the gateway of glory. As my king, he's the master of the mighty. As my king, he's the captain of the conquerors. As my king, he's the head of the heroes. As my king, he's the leader of legislators. As my king, he's the overseer of overcomers. As my king, he's the governor of governors. As my king, he's the prince of princes. As my king, he's the king of kings and the lord of lords. Can I talk to you today? As my king, he's the king of the church. As my king, he's the king of the body of Christ. As my king, his goodness is limitless. As my king, his mercy is everlasting. As my king, his love never changes. As my king, his word is enough. As my king, his reign is righteous. As my king, his yoke is easy and his burden is light. As my king, he's indescribable. He's incomprehensible. He's invincible. He's irresistible. The heavens can't contain him, let alone try to explain it. Can't get him off your mind. And when he's on your mind, can't get him off your hands. He's my king. Always has been and always will be. Can I preach a little bit? He's my king. And he has no successor. He's my king. You can't impeach him, and he ain't going to resign. He's my king. And if I were you, I'd get on the Lord's side. While there's time, there's victory on this side. There's victory on this side. The church said, victory is mine. Victory. Victory today is mine i chose satan get thee behind why is mine and if i were you beloved i'd get on the lord's side i'm through but is there anybody here on the lord's side this morning is there anybody here love the lord this morning don't fool me now is there anybody here that love the lord Somebody say, right on, King Jesus. No man cannot hinder thee. Let's give God some praise. Amen. Would you bow with me for a word of prayer as Reverend Tong comes to extend the invitation?